Welcome to Enchenia and Strength Podcast, a podcast for entrepreneurs by entrepreneurs. Our worldwide guests share their journeys, expertise, and most valuable business and mindset tools to help you succeed in life and in business. I am your host, Maria C. Krause, mindset and business mentor, and the founder and owner of Enchenia and Strength Podcast and online magazine. My life's passion is helping new and aspiring entrepreneurs get their business off the ground, set up effective business and mindset strategies to start working with your soul clients and grow revenue. If you want to have a chat, you can find me on all the social media platforms under my name, Maria C. Krause, or check out my website for freebies and updates on new courses, www.mariacrause.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome our guest. We have Darian Chavez today. Hi, Darian. How are you? I'm good, Maria. How are you? I'm very good. I'm very excited to have you here. Darian is a copywriter for Copy ID. And I said it, I said it just before we started the podcast. I was like, Darian, you're going to have to elaborate that a little bit more because I'm going to get lost. <laughs> People won't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> so go for it. Okay, no worries at all. Um, yeah, so my husband and I actually run Copy ID. Its full name is Copy Identity, where we um, help people write for their businesses. And we employ several copywriters and we train them in-house. Um, with that, we're also content marketing experts. So we help brands understand what they should sound like, what their message is, and how that plays into not just their website copy and emails, but in the content that they produce as well. That's a great service for new entrepreneurs. That is a great service. A lot of people have a lot of blocks when it comes to writing. So it's amazing to have somebody, somebody doing that for you. Uh, Darian, can you tell us how did you get started? Were you guys always doing this? Um, and also, because I'm, I'm, I want to know, how is it to work with your partner, with your husband? Oh, boy. <laughs> so most days are really great. And it took a lot of work to get to this point. Um, working together as a husband and wife, you have to kind of find those boundaries and find your lane. And so we do try to stay in our own lanes. He does the Facebook marketing and a lot of social media stuff. And I do some of the like course creation and the customer management side of things. Um, and then together we, we create the courses and things that we help with teaching people as well. But what we started with was actually an e-commerce business and we were selling soaps and candles a million years ago. And that was our first foray into like what it takes to actually market a business online. And we were just blindsided with everything that needed to be done. But what we were really good at was the writing. So when we were in marketing groups trying to learn, a lot of people raise their hands saying like, I don't know what to put on my about page. I don't like to talk about myself. I don't know how to write my descriptions or my service ads. I just, I don't know what to say. That doesn't sound slimy and salesy. And so we raised our hands and we're like, we'll do it for free. We love to write. And then it turned into, we got really busy. So we're like, okay, we have to charge so that we're not so busy. <laughs> and then the price had to go up because we stayed busy. And eventually we sold our soap business and went full time into copywriting. And that's how it's been ever since. Oh my God. I love it. It's just, I, 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 see, I love writing, but I know for a lot of my clients, it's the hardest part to do, you know, especially when they're like, how do you keep writing so much content? And I'm like, I don't know. I just listen. And like, you know, I do research and I go out there, but it's hard for people to put two words together, especially in the about me page. So you do all that as well. You do everything for websites and Yep. Yep. So the entire, we, we focus on trying to make a complete funnel for our customers because if you're coming to a copywriter and like, I just need a web or I just need an about page, excuse me, but the rest of your website 
doesn't have great copy that's cohesive or you have no real purpose for that about page, you don't have a strategy behind it to get traffic and to convert that traffic. I mean, it sounds great, but it's not going to do you a whole lot of good. So what we try to do is help coach people on an entire funnel of how you get your customers. Is it with that content? How do you promote that content? What's the funnel look like in the email series? And do you have a welcome series to onboard people and tell them about yourself and why they should love your brand and be a part of it? And then how are you upselling whatever your offer is, whether that's a product, a service, coaching, memberships, courses, how are you doing that and maintaining that very heartfelt personal story and your own voice throughout? And a lot of people struggle with the best way to do that. And so piecemealing it is never the best option. It's making sure everything is cohesive. I get that. Well, so like the email marketing is a bit, um, it's a bit tough, um, I say for a lot to keep up with that. And it's one of the most valuable tools in our business, but uh, it can be <laughs> try to keep up with that. And as you said, like doing the welcome package and the whole everything that everything just, you know, has some um, makes sense every time you send the email that you're not just going back and forth from different topics. And uh, Darian, how are you finding it now? How, how has it been in your business lately? You've been doing you mean with the for- pandemic. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so we've actually seen an uptick in business since the pandemic started. Um, at first it was a little bit slow and I think people were kind of adjusting to what life is supposed to look like right now. But after a couple of weeks, we started to get a lot of people asking like, Hey, now's the perfect time for me to start working on my website. Can you help me? And I think that is just so smart. We have a little bit of downtime right now. Some of us, if you're not an essential worker, even if you are, you might be at home a little bit more. Mm -hmm. So focusing on what you want your business to be after things kind of renormalize, whatever that ends up looking like, is going to (laughs) help your business sustain throughout the pandemic, first of all, but then also come out ahead once it's done, because there have also been other people who've decided it's just time for me to shut down for now. And I'm not going to do any work because I don't see the point in it. And I think that's a huge mistake because people are looking to improve themselves now that they have the headspace for it. Mm -hmm. They're looking to do some retail therapy at the very least. Now is a really good time to be working on what you want your business to be after the fact. I love how you say that because it is, I've seen people actually shutting their business down and I'm like, why would you do that? Or some people saying that it was insensitive for people who had businesses online to keep selling. And that for me, caught me off off guard. I'm like, I've been doing this for the past three years. How would it be insensitive? It would be insensitive if I actually stopped my business. You know, it makes no sense. <laughs> so I'm glad. Exactly. You You're an influencer. So being there to support and help people should be your first and foremost job. Even if you're selling products or anything, any kind of offer, being there to support the people that you've been serving and being the voice to support new people coming in looking for that is one of the most important things you can do right now. Absolutely. So I absolutely agree. Shutting down would un- be insensitive. <laughs> yeah, it would be. <laughs> absolutely. Well, especially as you said that people are like, since you can't go outside, people are still buying online. I mean, Amazon went absolutely bananas, like through the pandemic, everything. Like they had everything, everything that it was like uh, gym gear and equipment, everything was sold out. <laughs> with my friend in Dublin and like I'm in the south of Argentina and I bought something here and she was like yeah that's been sold out here she's like how did you get it and I was like I don't know I just went to the shop she was like you can't find it anywhere in Europe she was like no way not even in the states and I'm like okay <laughs> so we are still out shopping so Darian tell me hun I want to know a little bit more about you know we're, we're, we're going to talk about reframing your story when it comes to your business. Um, 
I'm not sure how it works with other businesses because I am a coach. I know when I started my business, the first thing my coach had me doing, it was writing my story. Okay, so that way I can open up, be vulnerable, you know, bring all, and getting to know myself as well, my strengths, my weaknesses, and all that stuff. And I have to say, Darian, it was hard as hell. I cried tears. It took me forever to do that. I'm like, every time I used to go and try to do it again, I was like, I can't do this. I can't. <laughs> so, um, would you use this as well for other types of businesses? You know, like we always say, like you have to be the front of your business. Like it's you who are go- is going to be selling, no matter what you sell. And you as yourself, like you used to sell soap and candles. How, how much difference will that be from a service-based business when it comes to telling your story? No different, no different at all. The first thing we do, no matter what kind of business we're working for, whether it's membership courses, services, coaching, e-commerce, is we have a brand therapy call basically. And we have a lot of people who cry on that call because what I need to know if I'm gonna write the copy for you is what is your story? How is How are you going to pass that on to your customers? And what is that experience you're trying to provide for them? It has to have some kind of transformation. And I see a lot of resistance from people saying like, I just sell, I just sell jewelry or it's just this, this thing. Like I don't, there's no big transformation behind it. But if you're digging deep enough, it's, it's not about the thing that you sell. It's about the message that you're providing for a customer. Otherwise, you're going to be just another business that blends into the background. You have to stand for something. So whenever we get into that brand message and we start talking to people, we ask them questions about like, what hurts? What was this struggle that you went through? How, how have you overcome it? And often, especially with coaches, and with other course members, memberships, creators like that, where it is a personal brand, your face on it. What we see is that the people you're attracting had that same experience. And so what you need to think about is the people who are coming to you are looking for someone who's been through that pain and overcome it because you wouldn't go to a car mechanic, for example, who had never worked on the Mercedes, if that's what you have, Mm -hmm. because they don't, they don't know the ins and outs. It's very different than say working on a Honda, but if I'm coming to a coach and I'm like, I have some real pain here that I need to get over. I've got money blocks because I grew up very poor, but I want to have this business and I want to let go of that so that I can grow. You need a coach who's been there, who understands what you've been through because it's a unique kind of pain that you need to move past in order to, for things to click and for you to be able to make those leaps and bounds personally and for your business. Awesome. No, it's just like, I'm trying to get still around on how you do that for a product as well. Because I know some people here that listen to the podcast, they also have products, you know, or you know what, there's a lot of coaches that they have, you know, they have the coaching business and they have the side hustle as well as a network marketing company. And sometimes they keep it separate. Like I do, I keep that completely separate from my coaching business. Um, but I still work with products. So how do you, how do you sell that when it comes to products to, to share a story through your products? Like so your, you, it's all, like, sorry. <laughs> yeah, sorry, love you. But like, let's say in your case, would you give us an example for you when you guys were selling candles and, and yeah, candles and soaps, how did you express that on, through your story? So it was all about the origin of how our business started for us. And often that's what we find with a lot of e-commerce as well is the reason I started the soap business was because I had a newborn baby. And he had terrible eczema to the point where his skin was cracking and bleeding. And I'm a brand new first time mom. And I, I just don't know what to do. None of the ointments the doctors are giving me is working. He's crying. I'm crying. 
how am I supposed to solve this? So again, I went to the internet and I was like, somebody help me. And they're like, goat's milk. Goat's milk is the way to go. It helps my kids. It'll help your kids. So I was like, okay, I can't find goat's milk soap anywhere, especially as a brand new mom. And we were, you know, working on a one income at the time. So I was like, I can't afford some of this really expensive stuff. So I made it myself. And I was like, okay, this is starting to work. I, I figured out how to make bar soap. It's a lot of fun. And oh my God, my son's skin is healing and it's the most amazing feeling. And if any parent has been through the kind of pain of watching their child suffer and not knowing what to do or how to fix it, when you do finally find that answer, it is the most relieving, wonderful feeling in the world. So getting that entire thing across in our soap company was the goal there. And we related to a lot of parents because they had similar experiences. And then we even expanded like, okay, we've solved the eczema problem. What else is it that our soap can do that is something we have personal experience with? Well, my husband's asthmatic. And so what we had to do was go unscented for a lot of things because the fragrances can trigger a lot of issues. So then we tapped into another market there with another personal story and another niche that is really underserved. So if you have any kind of product, a lot of times people will connect with you because you're coming from a personal story. And even if it's not your personal story, if you've been talking to your customers and doing that validation research, you're understanding their pain and you're able to use the words, the exact words that they're using to describe what's wrong and what the problem is to reframe it as the solution. So if your customers are telling you, I need a cleaning product that is completely chemical free because I am terrified to death of putting these chemicals all over my house because of my kids, because of my dogs, because of the health issues that we have. Then you can use their words saying like, if you're really worried about using chemicals, if it scares you to death because you have kids, you have dogs, you have health issues, this is a product for you because we are chemical free. We use these ingredients only all natural sourcing from, because all these, inf all this information is really important for a customer who cares about the origin mm -hmm. of it. Right. Sourcing from all of these different places, complete transparency within the entire chain of supply. Like if, if your customer cares about all of those details and most of them do, we're all educated consumers at this point, then you giving them those details and then coming from that personal story is going to answer each and every objection they may come up with while deciding if they want to buy from you or your neighbor over there. Okay. You make it seem so simple. It's just everything you said. It just makes so much sense, but it makes so simple. It's just like, you know, okay, a lot of people get so wrapped around on when it comes to selling or offering something, you know, and especially people that are on network marketing companies because they're work, let's say they have like such a huge company behind they always come up, start with the story first, or at least that's what they, at least that's what they used to teach me, you know? And I remember I'm like, well, I'm the one who's selling. I was like, the person who's buying from me though, it doesn't care if that company has been around for 40 years, 50 years or two years, if that makes any sense. <laughs> I yeah, was, no, I absolutely agree. Isn't it? Yeah. Cause I remember it was always that. And I used to go and offer the products and I'm like, and I'm telling all this, like, you know, it was like this whole speech and I'm like, this sounds wrong. I was like, I can't be telling people to buy off me when like, you know, I'm telling them the story about this guy that started a company. I'm like, they don't, they don't care. <laughs> yeah. They're, I mean, if they're coming to you, they want to know about you right? How do we build trust with somebody is we get to know them. That's why video is so important is because seeing a face, hearing a voice inspires trust. So you can 
include all of these different elements of trust, your personal story, reframing it. So that's what we're talking about here, right? Is mm -hmm. if that's your story, what is it your customers are going through right now, right this moment? And this is a very timely way for you to position your business is what does their daily life look like during the pandemic, for example, and how is it difficult for them and how can you help provide a solution? And the answer could be as simple as I have this Facebook group and I want people to join it because we're supporting each other throughout. I have one client who um, she creates jewelry, but her message is to help people get through domestic violence and find a way out. So she has a Facebook group where she invites people in and she says, this is not a 911 hotline, but this is a place where if you are suffering or have suffered from domestic violence, we have all been there or are going through that and can support mm -hmm. you, especially in this time where we're stuck in the house for a long time and some places still are. And maybe it's really difficult to get the help that we need. She sells jewelry in order to support the foundations that also support those people. So her entire, she's a jewelry business, but that's secondary. Her message comes first, the support and the connection with her customers first. That's great. The thing, Darian, like I said, you made it seem so simple. It's one of those things that for new entrepreneurs, so very hard to get around it. You know, it's just, it's that message and that message is, okay, what am I going to put out there? What am I going to share? Like I said, for some people, it's a bit hard to opening up as well and share the whole story, especially if they have a story as, you know, domestic violence or sexual abuse or stuff like that. Um, but I suppose as you, if you bring in this into a business, it's what you're going to help those people that are looking to get those solutions that you've gone through as well. Diane, out of curiosity, what is your background? So we had this open candle business, but during that entire time, since 2008, I've actually been in the Air Force. Um, so I have two jobs. <laughs> and then my husband is actually in corp. He's been in corporate sales for many years, and I hired him out of that to join DNC, what, what was DNC Marketing, and we've rebranded into Copy Identity. Um, and He's, he's brought in all of his sales experience and corporate management style to really like up the ante and things that I didn't have experience in. So we've kind of combined our, like the military experience, the copywriting, the sales and marketing in order to really help our customers understand how they need to build this business and relate to other people and that they can do it while still working their full-time job because God forbid they get this advice from people that says, no, go all in and quit. Otherwise you're never going to succeed. And then they run out of money and they have nothing. <laughs> Yep. Yep. That was me. I did that when I first started and that was a network marketing company. As soon after I was like, okay, this is not happening. I have to get a job. <laughs> it makes it a lot harder. The pressure is incredibly intense when you don't, you don't actually need that pressure when you're getting started. Well, especially because people will smell that pressure as well. Cause you're not thinking straight. You're just thinking about making money and it's like, all you think is about cashing out. And it's like, cause you have to pay bills, you have to pay your rent. And I was like, it's not, it's not feasible. And it's not, it's a, it's a stressful situation. Cause I remember that's what it was. So it's like, everybody's like, oh yeah, buy my products, buy this, try to get on my team. And I'm like, oh my God. Okay. Maria, you're done. <laughs> that's not nice. Can I ask you? Cause right. Yeah, and sometimes strategically. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, go ahead. <laughs> Strategically to make your business work, you do need to sometimes sacrifice money in order to build and create a long-term business. So 
being in that desperate position makes you just want to sell anything and everything to whoever wants to buy it. And that's actually the worst thing you can do mm -hmm. for your business. In the beginning, you've got to lay that foundation, which means you're not selling everything to everyone. You're focusing in on a group and then building out that tribe, that community in order to stand out in the long run, which is going to create that sustainable lifelong business that supports you. Yeah, no, but absolutely. It's because there's certain things. Okay. Like let's say, in your business before that you had candles, it's like everybody uses that. Everybody uses candles. That's what we'll tell you. Everybody uses candles and soaps. That's not necessarily everybody's going to be using the brand that you're selling. Right? And that's the same as a service-based business. Like, and not everybody's going to be needing a business coach and not everybody's going to be needing a mindset coach. Everybody has different needs. And that's where you come in by sharing your story. Diane, I have a quick question. When you say you combine also the part of the Air Force, is that the mindset part that you brought into the business? That is a huge part of what we do because the work ethic and the, the need for you to learn quickly on the job or face serious consequences in the military is very high pressure. So from very early on, I was already trained that I'm going to have to put in a lot more hours than a lot of other people. I'm going to have to learn really quickly or I'm going to get behind and be eliminated was, was exactly how I learned how to do everything. Cause I, I joined right out of high school. So it was really wow. my first adult experience and laid the foundation for everything else we do. So it, it does train for a lot of work ethic and the, the kind of thought you need to put in before actually taking an action so that you're prepared for any kind of outcome and you're able to pivot when you need to. That's awesome. I love it. It's, it's crazy how everything, everything that we learn throughout life, it brings you to the moment that you are now and you keep learning, you keep growing and there's more experiences to come to make you, you know, become better and better. Darian, thank you so much for today. Before we wrap up, can you please, please, um, if you have something that you want to share with people out there, you know, something very powerful for women who are just starting their business or thinking of starting their business, if you can give them a great tip from your heart, what would that be, please? So overwhelm is never going to go away. You're just going to learn how to deal with it. And there's always going to be a million things on your task list or a million things you want to do because you see so-and-so doing that. But the best way to stay in business and to keep growing is to control what you can control right now and take little steps. And if you can get involved in a community and talk to people, even if you're just venting and you're like, I am ripping my hair out right now because today's not a great day. That is one of the best things you can do for yourself as you're growing this business because it is a marathon, not a sprint. If you want your dreams to come true, if you want to create something that you absolutely love doing that serves people in a beautiful way, you have to dig in and just stick with it and take all the support you can get, but really do just take it one task one day at a time because it's going to take a lot of time and effort and that shouldn't discourage you. That should be a great opportunity for you to learn along the way and to know there's no pressure for you to be a million dollar business owner tomorrow. <laughs> You'll get there, but you won't get there if you let yourself get overwhelmed by doing, trying to do 20,000 things at once. Thank you. Oh, that is so true. So true, Darian. Yeah. But it's, it is. It's a comp I think the comparison game hits there and you're like, oh, I have to do that. I have to do that. I have to do that. And you're just on the first steps. So one step at a time. Darian, if anybody wants to work with you, which, um, get your awesome services, where they can find you, hon? So we are at copyidentity.com. Um, I can give you the link for the show notes and that's where you can find where to work for, uh, with, with us, for us, how we can build your, your brand together. 
Awesome. Okay. So we'll drop all the links over here in the podcast. And Darian, once again, thank you so much for being here. And thanks for, so much for all your tips and for sharing your story. Thank you, Mary. It was a pleasure. Thank you. Thanks everybody for listening and we'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope you got great value from this interview. And if you'd like to ask us anything related to mindset and business, uh, share your thoughts or simply become a guest on this podcast, Oh,